1: The Build Business Acumen podcast where we deliver practical knowledge and powerful guidance. Here is your futuristic host, Nathaniel Schula. In this expert talk, I'm interviewing Melissa sassy from across the pond. She's actually an ex Microsoftie turned IBMer who brings passion and purpose to the tech industry with her belief that digital literacy is a human right. Right. Okay, ask me again. So, about sexual harassment, I mean, this is something that, you know, happens to guys as well, right? But how do you deal with it?
0: I think as, as someone who's been in that situation before, it's hard. You know, I know there are all these handbooks and guidance and things that tell you you're supposed to, you know, go to your manager or, you know, go to HR or, but when you're in that situation, it's scary. I uh, personally uh, was uh, interviewing for a job, and this is a C-level individual. Uh, I'm not going to name the company. I'm not going to name the individual. That's all water under the bridge now. But you know, I, I went to this interview, and um, it was set up as a, uh, a we were at a conference. I was invited to this conference because um, this individual was going to be at this conference and said, Why don't you join? Come to this conference. We can get to know each other better and we'll have a formal interview. So, okay, fine. We were in this hotel and he said, Here I've got, he had some stuff in his hands and he's like, Can you help me carry this to my room? And said, yeah, and in my mind, I, I wasn't thinking that something, you know, I, I always expect, you know, the best in people and you know, I, I never think about, you know, is that person's intentions bad and nor did I, you know, kind of think that what ended up happening was going to happen. Um, we, we get up to his room and he's like oh whole, and, and so he's putting some stuff away and I'm, I'm standing there and I could see he's like messing around with something across the, the room. And, you know, so I sit down in this chair while I'm waiting for him. And I, I look down at my phone, I'm paying attention to my phone and. I look out I look up and he'd uh, taken his pants down and uh, and I was like what in the heck is going on here like you know I've been in some crazy situations we all have but this one was like the icing on the cake and you know I wasn't an employee and I but I knew you know he was on company business and I knew I was there to be interviewed and you know, I I didn't punch him in the face, and I didn't you know storm out. I just said, hey, you know, can you can you put that away and that's enough. And I I didn't show up at the conference the next day. Right. Um, right. I, I left, and you know, I thankfully didn't get the job. <laughs> 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 and I I didn't know what to do. You know, I really didn't. I, I I went home, and I reached out to a friend of mine who you know worked you know as an attorney I'm like what do I do you know I'm not really an employee you know I don't you know this is a c-level individual I don't want it to you know impact my my ability to find you know a role in my field and I knew he was you know knew a lot of different people and you know I got to thinking and I knew someone in the HR team at this particular company and you know I decided I would I would tell her and I did um i I don't know what exact conversations happened, and i didn't do anything legally formally, and I know everybody has their own path, you know some people you know feel like I have to take the legal route I have to do the formal route yeah. um, and I honestly don't think I was strong enough to do that you know I said something I spoke up and you know, he ended up leaving the company. I don't know if that was um, related to
1: Probably. You
0: know, related to me. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But I always, you know, look back on that situation, and I always feel like, gosh, should I have been stronger? Should I have done something formal? Should I have spoken out? Um, and I didn't um, in a in a formal, outspoken way, and I still kind of regret it. I still kind of wish. I would have done something different, but I was I was really scared. I think nowadays I think things are are much more formalized and open. This was probably this is more than five years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had something happen to me when I was at college. I had this um so I worked in a wine merchant. So I worked in a in a wholesale wine warehouse, which was um mm-hmm was with a small company I mean they had like nine shops or something they did you know they supplied a lot of a lot of pubs and hotels and posh bars and stuff but my manager he was basically just like he was basically like bullying me and um yeah and he he basically yeah one quite a few times he he sort of said to me you know some really awful things because he was he was gay um and he said some awful things to me and I, and, I, and I kind of, one day I was just like, Do you know, what? I'm just going to quit. And, and I actually, because I, actually, I, I, I spoke to the owner of the company, I called him up and I said, look, I said, he's, he's really not very nice to me. He keeps harassing me. Uh, I didn't tell him that it was sexual because, you know, I mean, he never touched me or anything, but it was like the innuendos um, and he would harass me for like, so I would leave my cup on the table. And within like twenty, thirty seconds of me finishing my last mouthful, he'd tell me to wash my cup up. I mean, in England we drink a lot of tea, right? That's that's really okay. quite that's really annoying. If you drink tea, like that's your time. That's like your solace. Do you know what I mean? Like when you finish that moment of a nice cup of tea with a bit of milk, and you put your tea down, you know that's like encroaching upon your space. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. So I called I called the uh, called the owner of the company the chairman and I told him I said look you know he's he's uh, he's not very nice I'm not enjoying working in this warehouse here and he said don't worry it'll, you know you just you stick it out and you know you can come and work at head office with me kind of thing so he buried what I was saying kind of with with a with a carrot you know and, and manipulated me to to uh, stay working there but one day I just had enough and just decided it's quite a funny story, actually. I, I was at the time. I don't ride motorcycles anymore, thankfully. But at the time, I had this motorcycle, and I bought I bought a new one. And, and the guy at the motorcycle shop, he said to me, um, he, he said he'd fix something on the bike, but he never actually fixed it. So one Friday, I just decided I was going to change my life, and I walked into the bike shop, and I said, uh, I said, look, you're not, you're not. This isn't working for me. You need to just change this motorbike. I'll take that one over there. I'll. I want you to take the centre stand off for me, and I'm going to be leaving in an hour. Oh, and can I use your phone? Because this was back when before, you know, before we even had mobile phones, pretty much. And then I called. I called the office, the head office of the company, and I just said, I just, it all just got on top of me, and I just called them up and I said, I won't ever be in again. Goodbye, and I just hung up. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> just hung up, walked, walked, walked yeah. away, you know, and. Yeah. And, it was, it was, it was such a relief, but my dad said to me, I should have actually taken the guy to court. And I, and I feel, I feel that I should have done. Uh, and I still feel like that now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, I feel this, I feel the same yeah. way about what, what happened there, but yeah. you know, and I, 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 think, you know, I've been in a bullying situation, you know, with a manager, uh, you know, myself, you know, yeah. in, in my professional career where we did not see eye to eye, we did not like each other. And, you know, I ended up, you know, looking and thinking, you know, you're just, you know, not a professional manager and I don't want to work with you. I don't want to work for you. And I think we, you know, I've always heard these things about, you know, whether you're talking about sexual harassment or bullying or whatever, you know, you leave a boss, not a company. And I'll tell you, I've left a boss and I am very glad that I don't, you know, work with that same individual anymore. Any longer. And I am so much happier, you know, thinking about that time that I left that manager and went on and did something new. And I'll tell you, it was really stressful. I was really distraught. Um, and it took me um, a lot of time of kind of questioning myself and then realizing that, wait a second, you know what? We just don't vibe. And I don't like you, you don't like me. We're not going to see eye to eye. My career is important. My personal well-being is important, and we spend a lot of time at at work. So we've got to like the people we work with, or at least be able to, you know, tolerate them. You know, and for me, having a, a good working relationship with my boss is important. I'm very thankful. I have a uh, my boss. I would consider her um, a role model. You know, my current boss. I look up to her, and one of the kind of important measures that I think about when I'm looking at a team member or a manager is what's going to happen if I get stuck in an airport with you? (laughs) If I'm stuck in an airport with you, am I going to, am I actually going to have a good time? You know, nobody wants to be stuck in an airport, but am I going to enjoy that time? And when I think about, you know, during my interview process here at you know, IBM, and thinking about my manager. Um, one of the things I I, I I asked myself was that very question when I was on my path of deciding whether I wanted to, you know, accept the offer from IBM for this role. And it was, yeah, I could totally get stuck in an airport with you, and yeah. we'd have a we'd have a good time in, you know, naturally in a miserable situation, but we'd have a good time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think it's, I think women probably get a lot, you know, get harassed a lot. I mean, you know, I don't work within, within a corporation myself. So I don't, I don't really know about, you know, how women like hit on guys, and then they, they kind of, you know, cause problems for them. I'm sure that that goes on as well, you know, and and what I think is don't be my feeling is you've just got to go with your gut feeling. And that's the reason you and I both regret not going with our gut feeling because our gut feeling was to do something about yeah. it. And we didn't listen to it. We yeah. listened It's happened, to,
0: it's happened our heads,
1: different. which said, let's just leave it. We don't want to make a, a hassle. We, it's embarrassing. You know, there are all these things yeah. that you
0: or like, did I cause something? You know, yeah. was I, was I too open? You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty open person and yeah. that's, that's part of what happened to me was oh god was I was I too open did I give him a signal you know we had some wine at dinner oh gosh did I yeah, you but- know did I and and now I know better now I know better and I'm like hell no no
1: he got his wanger out <laughs> <I> now <I laughs> in, in England we call it a, we call it a tallywhacker
0: <laughs> yeah He, he did, he got it out and he showed it to me and it wasn't pretty and he hadn't manscaped. It was Uh,
1: awful. awful. I don't want to, I don't want to hear any more details about that. I'm I'm not going to give you any
0: more details because that wasn't all he did. And it was just terrible.
1: Yeah. It's, 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 it's absolutely terrible. But so, so has it happened to you more than once?
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it has. Um, uh, it, it's happened to me actually I said three times but it's actually happened four it's happened four Mm. times no one that one was the worst the one I told you about was the worst
1: yeah that's pretty the other
0: ones yeah that one was awful that was one that was like literally in your face (laughs) 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 um but the the other ones were just words um and that made me uncomfortable but you know really also in your face words were. You know, no question, that's what was going on. It wasn't like an innuendo. It was like in your face, and I, you know, I handled each of them, you know, each of them differently, um, and they were all equally hard.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it is it is very difficult because you just get lost, don't you? It it just, yeah. you know, it's it, it must be it must be quite upsetting, and it's almost like you think that you've done something wrong, and you just. And it's just because people can't control themselves. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, yeah. you know, it needs to be a certain level of decorum, doesn't there? And, uh, you know, it's, um, unfortunate that these sort of things happen really. But so what advice would you, would you give to people who this is, is, is happening to, or may happen to?
0: So, you know, I think that the, the first thing is, you know, you, you shouldn't doubt yourself and blame it on you, which, um, If I think about, it's easier for, it's easy for me to say that, but if I think about the four times it's happened to me, like I blamed myself each and every time, like, oh gosh, what's going to happen if I say something or what if they don't believe me or what if they think it's my fault, you know, especially because in some of these scenarios, we were in a social setting, you know, so we were outside of the office and we were at happy hour having some drinks, you know, and we'd had a few drinks and in that case, it's like, oh gosh, you know. Um, but I think it's important to find someone that you can confide in and, you know, not feel like it's your fault. And I think nowadays you've got, you know, whether you're working in a small company, a big company, a nonprofit, whatever, you know, they've got, you know, ways for you to, you know, confidentially even report things. So if you're scared of, you know, having it tied to you, um, you know, there are many, many different ways that we can, you know, do things confidentially if, you know, we don't feel comfortable to, you know, go to our manager or heck, <clears throat> if it is our manager, you know, um, I think it's important to speak out and not feel like it's it's your fault. Um, but again, I know that's easier said than done, because I didn't always do that myself. And I, every single time it happened, I felt scared. and um, And I think part of that was, you know, kind of feeling like, well, you know, that person's in a position of power, you know, and that person is more senior than me or that person has been with the company longer than me. You know, what if, what if I lose my job and I'm supporting my family, you know, or what if my significant other thinks it's my fault, you know, so many different things going through your head.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. It must be, must be very difficult. Well, thank you, Mel. It's been, it's been great. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe and wherever you prefer, share with your friends. And if you enjoyed the show, drop us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen.